Hello and welcome to Bricks and Banner, the only show with real talk from the custom LEGO community. I'm your host as always, Billy, and before we get into it, I want to remind you that on our Instagram page, Bricks underscore and underscore banter, I upload a wrap-up post with every episode that has some images related to the discussion we had. So if you're feeling lost during the episode and don't know what we're talking about, there's hopefully a reference picture there that'll uh, help you get back into the conversation. And while you're there, be sure to repost that onto your story and get the word out about the podcast or share it with a friend. I bet if you enjoyed this show, you know others who would like it as well. And so with all that out of the way, let's get into the guest this week. He is a military customizer from way back on Flickr who just got back into the community recently after an extreme, extreme hiatus. Uh, He was known on Flickr by the handle yapping all day long, and I remember always looking forward to whenever he had posted. So this conversation was recorded a few months ago, which isn't typical for my podcast release schedule, but I expected that and made sure our conversation was sort of uh, evergreen. And then we talked about, you know, just some general stuff that wouldn't matter if you didn't hear right away. Um, We discussed some of the biggest changes he has noticed in the community, why it's so different customizing in an age where there is a product for everything, and we brainstormed ideas for collaboration, which is actually currently underway. So with no further ado, let's get into it with Old Timer, which is just the perfect name for uh, this geezer that we're about to talk to. And I'm here with Ethan, aka Yapping All Day Long, aka Old Timer now on Instagram. How are you doing, man? <laughs> Hey, doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on. Um, it was really nice to see you uh, get back into the community. And I mean, before we get into things, just the I've been meaning to find somebody from the real old Flickr days to talk about the state of the community now. And it's really worked out perfectly with you. The person I really wanted to get on was like the chef and stuff like that, like someone oh, really God, legendary. Yeah. And Is he's still alive. I don't, I don't know. Um, Everyone thought I was dead. Yeah, sure no. like I seriously died. <laughs> yeah, there's so many people that have just straight tr- like dropped out, uh, dropped off the map. But I believe uh, Tanner has kept up with the chef a little bit, like here and there. Okay, so that would yeah. be the connection. But uh, yeah, I just thought it would be so interesting to see what um somebody who's been so detached from the community for so long would think of the state of things now, and uh, that's really what I hope to talk about with you. Um. This yeah, episode. Callan would be uh, would be great too. Oh, Callan's a legend. I have to get him on too. Thankfully, I get to see him every year at Brick Fair. Uh, he's a great dude. Yeah, I I need to get back in contact with him. I, I hear he's around. I, yeah, I just haven't seen it. He's uh, most active on Discord. If you get in touch with him, I okay. could I could uh, link you up if you want. But yeah, yeah, that'd be Callan's great. Callan, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute legend. But yeah, let's just uh, get into it. Um, typically, I always start off with how you got involved in the community, but, but to set the scene before that, um, how long have you been away from the community now? Yeah, it's been like seven years, realistically. I mean, I think I posted a few things like coming back from spring break or whatever on college, in college. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been probably coming on seven, I mean, maybe even closer to 10, because I don't think I was as active in my last few years in high school, too. That's, mm. It's been quite a dark age at this point. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I mean, how did you get into the third party sort of military scene itself? 
Yeah, I mean, this may predate you, but I've heard a few guests talk about it. Uh, like the Dino Attack figures way back in the day. Oh, yeah, those were fun. Like, I was like, oh, wait, like you could do military Lego, you know? And so I had like my three torsos. And it's, it's the one balaclava head in yellow, mm-hmm. like light gray. Everybody, yeah. I don't mean not. I don't know everybody, but like I would assume everybody wanted. Like I think I still have it somewhere. That was from like an old ninja set, right? No, no, it was the Dino Attack. It was like everyone had real heads, and then there's like one balaclava guy, and you're like, oh, what a mysterious figure this guy is hiding his face. Um, and so I I assume that was everyone's like most tactical guy, you know. So it's like you scramble for the the Batman sets with the Tommy gun and the revolvers. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then when I started getting into it, I don't know, you know, I think everyone just like types in like military Lego on Google and just like goes down that rabbit hole to, to kind of get started and see what's out there. I remember like Pedro, who I later got to know and I got some good stories with him. I found his stuff and, you know, I was like 11 or 12 at that point, maybe even younger. Um, uh, Orange with two O's. I don't know if you remember Dude. him or if he's active at all. Okay. I literally just found out about Orange two nights ago really yeah the episode i'm uploading on monday um with danny pro snarf border and seth um yeah he they were mentioning it uh towards the end of the podcast and i had never seen his work before and it is unbelievable it it was crazy to see like all the links come together of like this is the dude who was working like hand in hand with all the uh casting stuff back in the day it's crazy yeah, I mean, I just remember being so blown away. And it was so hard to get that stuff back then, like the Hazel and Amazing Armory. And it, it remained that way for a while. And obviously still is now that now they've been gone for yeah, like, I actually, years now. I'm glad you said that. How were people getting a hold of Hazel stuff back then? Dude, I have no idea. Really? <laughs> um, this day, I mean, it was like on Firestar, but it was always like $11 for a bath. You had to ship it from Europe. Right, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, I was like 10 years old, like. Yeah, twenty dollars was like a million dollars. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like, I just remember, I was like, I gotta like try and trade for this and these prototypes. And I was like, I have nothing. Like, I have nothing of any worth to trade. Um, I just remember like the V one buzz gun from Brick Arms was was a big item that I always wanted. I later got nice. Um, and I just remember being so disappointed because I was like, I have no idea how to use this. (laughs) You know and. I remember, like, I would look at, like, the chef's stuff and all that gear, and I was like, man, like, one day I'll get this. And then I got it, and I was like, ah, I don't even like this stuff that much. Uh, (laughs) It's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, you know, I mean, God, I I just remember that so distinctly. Like, I finally got it, and I put a visor on. I was like, ah, these aren't even that great. The quality kind of sucks. And that was, like, I don't know. It It was disappointing, but it's, like... I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it at the time. I still use the hazel vest a lot. I mean, I have like, mm-hmm. oh, how many of those do I have? I've actually cut a few up, which I'm sure some people are like gasping to hear, but I kind of assumed they'd be around forever, which didn't end up being the case. Yeah. Uh, but I had those six that were painted by some, some pretty legendary OGs. Um, I guess I can get into that. So, uh, so I started talking to Pedro and Andy, uh, Pekavam, yeah, back in yeah. the day. And, uh, I mean, I was, like, 16, 17, but they, I guess they thought I was, like, 22 or something. Because, like, I don't know, I just, like, used grammar on, on the internet, <laughs> which is unheard of. And he's like, dude, I thought you were, like, at least 20. And I was like, yeah, no, definitely not the case. 
um, which is kind of the same reason I got hooked up with like uh, Victor Eclipsograph and, and a few of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Step one, it's like, off as, just don't be annoying. And then you're in. Yeah. Like, don't be annoying. Like guys, if you're wondering, uh, just use punctuation. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that easy. Just pro use tip. A, a capital letter and a, yeah. Pro tip. Be, uh, pretend like you know English. Uh, use commas <laughs> just occasionally and you'll pass. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll think you're like 50. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I was talking to Pedro, and this was like right as Hazel basically screwed him over. Okay, um, yeah. You know, I mean, like 10 years ago, I guess. Um, Do you know more details of that? Because I've always heard about that uh, happening, but... It's been so long, I just hate to get those details wrong. But basically, the guy just goes to them. Yeah. Um, and he owed, Vit, or he owed Pedro a lot of money, from what I understand. And Pedro's just like, screw this guy. Um you know, I mean, from what I understand, it's like a few grand. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could have that wrong. Those details are are uh, well behind me at this point. But no, yeah, that's relatively um, what I understood of the situation. But yeah, and I've been like on the Bricklink. You know, like I was like fourteen, so I didn't have a credit card. I was like, I don't even know how to buy this stuff. And I was like, can I send you cash? And he's like, fuck off, kid. You know, <laughs> so I'm sure he got asked that like a hundred thousand times. So I didn't bring that up when they actually got to know each other, but. Um, I was like, so like, what are you going to do with all this stuff? Like, are you just going to sell it and then just be done with it? He's like, honestly, dude, like that guy's such a dirtbag. He's like, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to sell it. You know, I don't feel right selling it. And I was like, well, I kind of had this idea of bumping around in my head for a while of what if we had like the same basis, basically the same canvas for a bunch of different artists. Right. And then we send it out and then uh, everyone kind of customize it as they please. And yeah, so you could see like cool. everyone's different style um you know and on the same canvas which i thought would be really cool and he loved the idea um so it ended up getting sent out or so he sent me six full sets of the kill zone armor which is the best and oh, then, like the kill zone helmet yeah yeah which like from a, a game design standpoint is like the greatest of all time um <laughs> i mean that armor is so sick um i still have those and just repost on my my instagram mm-hmm. uh so i sent them out to i don't know if you remember kj oh was, absolutely yeah yeah, I actually met him one time at Brick Fair. Really? Is he Canadian? Did I misremember that? Is he from America? Yeah. I don't I can't say confirm. I can't confirm or deny that, but it might. that sounds plausible. I won't, I won't put that rumor out there. I don't know. Again, it's, it's <laughs> God forbid we call him a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Friends be like, do you know KJ was Canadian? Uh, <laughs> everyone's like, no, I didn't know that, but yeah, I could definitely see it. And he's like, what are you even talking about? um but yeah i had him uh victor made me one and that was part of a really lengthy like custom decal order that i did with him uh which is a bunch of torsos and legs that i still have back before like dark tan was even a color um you know back when dick was detailing and not printing or decaling and, and not printing yeah uh so he did one uh fj flying jalopy i don't know if you remember him no i don't uh he's out of florida he's some really cool stuff you can find him definitely worth a look um who else contuggled apples i think was her name she's like in hong kong hmm. my god i get these details would be horribly wrong they could have lived next door to me for all i know <laughs> but i think i remember shipping her stuff like overseas and then uh mclovin or, or chris oh, in, uh, totally. Africa. yeah i know that one's correct but um so i have all their stuff uh he actually sent me like some hand-painted camo and stuff that i still have he blows my mind um like i was like oh i'll do a set too and then everyone else's stuff came in and i'm like god i'm so out of my league (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, I was like, no end competing with any of these guys, you know, because like a lot of them are like Warhammer guys and, you know, have that like deep technical painting knowledge. Right. Um, but yeah, so um, did that and, and that was such a cool project. And So they yeah. all sent you um, the figures in the end for like a group shot or something? Um, yeah, for a group shot. Um, and that's on Flickr. And then they're all individually posted right now to my Instagram. That's um, right. Yeah. my second or third post. I had like nothing to post because everyone had all this new stuff and I didn't. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, look at some of this old stuff that you don't have, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, there's so many different third-party vendors and new things. I mean, there's a lot of like option paralysis coming back. You know, it's like almost a decade of stuff to catch up on. Mm. Um, I don't know, crazy. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine um, just going from zero to 100 to see all the options now. Um, cause I it's think like waking up from a coma. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, back then the, it wasn't just like limited options. It's just that everything had like sort of a solution, like a, a DIY alternative that you were yeah. doing. And now, you know, there's a product for it instead. Um, everything I was telling everyone to make like a decade ago is already made. It's a product now. Oh man. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't even know if that's a good thing. Right. <laughs> like, it's, every figure has a vest now. Uh, mm. Nobody works around it. I mean, you do. And I'll, I'll give you a hell of a lot of credit for that. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. But, you know, every figure I see is just like Vic or CB printed figure vest and like a mini fig cat helmet with the brick arm or something. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it feels like a lot of copy and paste. And I'm, I'm trying not to fall into that mold as I, as I get past the, the option paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Do I sound like an old man yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole episode is just going to be you yelling at a cloud. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there any other uh, big changes you've noticed coming into the fold of things now? Um, it's been interesting to see the rise of of vest culture. Um, vest so I'm culture. Teaching a, a college class on custom Lego, <laughs> um, which I'm sure I am to a lot of my friends that are listening. Vest one hundred and one, a study yeah, of. <laughs> <laughs> a study of the lego minifigure covering uh <laughs> um yeah the rise of uh of printed parts has been huge um you know I've, i mean even lego's printing arms now and, and right. molding legs and arms which right. has been interesting um you know victor is extremely mainstream now mm-hmm. you know i thought it was really cool when i had like four of his or five of his uh, desert strike figures. And I was kind of like one of the first people to have like multiple figures. Now everyone has like 30 of everything. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess I'll never catch up. <laughs> I don't think it's that overblown. People just, uh, I mean, there's some of those diehard um, military collectors that uh, collect like Brickmania kits and stuff. Oh man. What do you think of Brickmania's stuff? Have you uh, caught in, caught up I with them? Yeah. I've, I'm like, just trying to find everything. Like I see photos and I'm like, I don't recognize anything in this photo right which is such a weird feeling because i used to know like you know like i used to know everything i don't know like i used to know know. everything came from yeah you'd see Um, it's like oh that's hazel that's brick arms that's this that's that i mean i used to be like a regular encyclopedia on brick arms knowledge like i remember this guy had like a flat silver mp7 from like the first mold series that will ever did Mm. and someone's like oh like that's a nice speckled silver mp7 and i was like oh no that's like flat silver and he's like will never made a flat silver and then enigma you know enigma is like oh no he definitely did it's from this year i think that was the moment where i was like man do i know too much about this (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah yeah. i mean it's 
it's been a while, but yeah, like maybe I mean, it looks good. I can't really speak to it because I don't have any hands on it. No, it's just um, um, it, I would it say looks nice though. Yeah, they're they print on the hips too much. What is that? They, they print on the hips. If if it's what I think it is, they print on the hips a lot. Like they carry the torso print down. Ah, uh, yeah. Which to me kind of diminishes your versatility, which I think like Citizen Brick and Eclipse the Graph are very very conscious of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean the the prints look great, and I think the bang for your buck is is pretty insane. I mean, you're getting a full 3D print for what like twenty twenty five bucks. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. It it's something that irks me. Is I, I want to have all the options uh, and versatility of a torso. What do you think of? Yeah, um, that's that's always what I look for. More specifically with Brickmania, um, their kits and not to say they're so expensive or anything like not to harp on that necessarily, but um, as opposed to yeah as opposed to back then i mean it was very much just a small hobby i mean things could have been pricey but um there wasn't necessarily like collectors of third-party stuff um there was just people who used it uh yeah like it was such a foreign concept and now you have people on the military side who collect uh hundreds of brick mania kits at a thousand a pop or on the citizen brick end with their misprinted items um what's it like seeing that now yeah it's insanity to me i think it was you actually posted like a for sale picture yeah and like back in i mean back in my day uh you know like you post something for sale and you'd be like all right it's used so like even if it's discontinued hopefully i'll at least get back what i paid for it and right, kind of that forward. right like i think did i dm you was it you or is it someone else i can't even remember um but I, it was for my like actual Instagram account because Instagram like blocked my account for a few days from DMing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, hey, interested? Like, how much it is? And you're like, oh, 60. And I'm like, man, that's pretty expensive for both torsos. And you're like, no, just for one. And I was like, fuck me. So- <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Yeah. But- no, I mean, it's not on you. It's just the, the state of the world, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even like inflation. It's just kind of the market is. And, and it's good to see because I think it represents, you know, a natural growing of the market and the community. Yeah. Um, yeah. and maybe it means something I own is actually worth something, which would be nice. <laughs> no, they certainly are. I, I totally forgot that back in the day, people f- had this perception that, um, the items were used in a sense. And of course, nowadays, if something's like really worn or broken, then it does, uh, lose value. But if it's in relatively yeah. good condition and it's adequate production, I mean, it certainly increases in value now. And that really wasn't a prevalent mindset back then. It was like yeah, damaged remember, goods if uh, if you owned it. Yeah. I remember I was like trying to jump the curve or curve. Yeah, I guess jump the curve when um, like the prototypes were so huge. But I was like, man, I can't. I never made it to a con. I mean, it's one one. I mean, it wasn't even a real con. It was like it's like superheroes and villains in like Memphis, Tennessee. I mean, my dad just happened to be up there and Vic was showing at it. Oh, and sweet. I've been talking. And I was at a group chat with him. Um, Callan or St. Double Kicks. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Nico is Cal Serrata and then Yoshi Fan, if you want. Wow, yeah. And I think maybe one other. I feel bad to forget anyone else in that. Sorry. <laughs> if you're listening. Um, but I was like, yeah, like, he'll be up there. We were going to see, like, my godbrother perform in, in some decathlon. And, like, I went and there's, like, two Lego booths. <laughs> my dad's like, what are we doing? Mm. <laughs> you know? like 15 or 16 maybe um and like went to say hey to vic but there's like no other like lego content there no one else from the community is there and it was like a really slow show for him 
he's like talked for like two hours and he's like, well, nothing else is going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a great guy. And we, we actually just got back to talking. Uh, maybe he remembers that. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, my dad is like, what are we doing? Like the guy who voiced SpongeBob was there. Uh, just, oh, like, wow. Signing autographs. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was like super weird. <laughs> I look back on it fondly. I, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's certainly uh, a charming experience. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so I never made any of those. And I was trying to like jump the curve on things. And I was like, oh, like dark gray spots 12, like nobody's buying that. That's going to be worth something someday. And maybe it is now. Um, <laughs> but back in the day, I was dead wrong. <laughs> No one bought them for so long. They they like outlasted me, <laughs> like <laughs> sitting in stock on the shelf. <laughs> like I was like, this is gonna be worth something. And now I guess you can't find them anywhere. But like nobody bought them. Like I might have the only one in existence aside from like the other one of two in stock that never sold. Yeah, it could be priceless. It could be hundred percent worthless. I have no idea. You said it was the somewhere. the Spaz Twelve with the drum. Uh, no, without the drum. Is a spot. Uh, is in. Um, is dark gray though, like the new oh, dark gray. Yeah, it's pretty. Nice. Um, which, as far as I can tell, is a pretty rare color because you know it's impossible to use. <laughs> so I don't know if that's worth anything. If someone yeah. wants to buy it, I'll sell it for a thousand dollars. Easy. <laughs> the Brick Arms is really. Uh, what do you think of um, the Workshop Wonders uh, that Brick Arms has started doing? Because that's certainly solved the problem of. Um, people who can't make it out to cons are able to still obtain some protos and enjoy that experience. Yeah. It's been pretty amazing. I mean, that kicked off right, like right as I left and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, there's definitely an element of like, Oh, I guess a bunch of, you know, rich kids are just going to buy them all and then have all the power. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's like this weird power struggle of a bunch of nerds that nobody cares about, <laughs> which someone who's listening is going to take offense to. Um, but I thought it was great. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was great, uh, great move from Will, you know, to see that, you know, there was a, a larger community past people he actually got to meet in person. And, you know, I, I interacted with him when I won knock of the month on the old forums back in 2011. Oh which, man. A moment of silence for the brick arms forums, dude. Yeah. So many lost treasures there. I'd love to just be able to dig. Yeah. I know you're, yeah, I know you're trying to, trying to research and revitalize that yeah i've gone on the uh, wayback machine i don't think i've mentioned that yet uh since like last time i mentioned it and you could see some of the discussions but there's no uh, all the links to any images are dead it's so unfortunate which might might be a flicker problem more than a, a forum problem um, that's possible yeah yeah i remember those, those days so fondly just to get back from school and I know my mom's listening. She's she's gonna hate to hear this, but you know, just ignore my schoolwork and like hop on the forum. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do what you um, do. I remember, yeah, when I won the the mock of the month, which for those of you listening who don't know, it's my own creation. Um, I had I don't know if you remember back when Call of Duty came out. I don't even know which one it was. I mean, again, I think ten years ago. Um, but it was like the ad of like there's a soldier in all of us and there's a bunch of people in like random, like regular everyday clothes, like, Oh yeah. I do actually remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. And the end scene is like the ice cream man. He's like dropping the 1911s after like shooting two people in the head. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, re so I recreated, recreated that for, uh, it's actually a 
contest for Victor, which I didn't win, which I was pretty mad about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I thought I was hot shit, right? <laughs> I won like mock of the month. I was like, oh, well, if it's good enough for Will, you know, and like deep down, I'm like, yeah, that's horrible. I can't believe they picked that. Sorry to question he doesn't Will again. I know he's, he's listening on the treadmill somewhere. On his treadmill <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Um, run faster will you got this it's only a little more (laughs) keep going half mile you're good (laughs) he's gonna block me (laughs) uh but yeah i remember he like we talked about like what i wanted and he was super cool about it i mean he sent a hell of a care package um and i was like the v1 bugs gun i was like that's all i want and then i got it and i was like wow this design's gorgeous and i'll never use it It's dark blue cobalt gold swirl. I think, what the hell do I use this in? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but it was, I got it. I was really grateful. I mean, I still have some of those parts. I actually gave a lot of them away. Um, I felt almost was like guilt of having them. And so I was like, man, there's so many better creators out there. And so I ended up reaching out to a lot of them and actually shipping them off. Uh, Blade Junkie actually has a lot of every rust item that Will sent me. Wow. So maybe that double, double rubber O clip. I don't know where that went. I've been looking for that. Shout out to Blade um, Junkie. Luke is such a sweetheart. One of the best. Yeah. He's he uh, takes the time to interact with me. It's just more than most. <laughs> he's another guy who came back from the dead uh too recently. And I mean he's been oh, that active as ever. Yeah. Within like the past me. he looks like he's been really active, yeah. Yeah, the past year and a half. Um he just kinda came back out of nowhere and Yeah, I mean I remember looking at his stuff. I was like, if I had an eighth of this guy's talent, I would be doing this professionally. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would find a way. Um, Put me on he, master he builders. Really, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, he really liked the rust stuff. And I had probably like six or seven rust items that were all like brand new. I mean, Lord knows what I could have sold them for. But I was like, hey, dude, like, I know you like this. Like, I look up to you as a builder. Like, if you want these, like, send me your address. They're yours. Um and so I did that with a few guys, and I can't even remember who now, but um, he was the one that stuck out to me. So I don't know where a lot of those went, mm. you know, especially the funky colors and stuff. I was like, there are better modders who can paint these better than I can and, and stuff like that. So I gave most of it away. Still yeah. the time bombs, which are sick. The but, time uh, bombs? Yeah. yeah. Those are one of the best singles ever made. Absolutely. Jeremy yeah. collects those uh, Commander Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, those are those are awesome. I saw it to you. I mean, it's like a lime green AA12 from when it was a, a prototype, mm. and the gun from the Fifth Element, and uh, also in lime green. Figure out something to do with that. Never, but they are super cool, and um, it's, that kind of springboarded me into the the larger community, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Vic, if you're listening, I'm, I'm still mad you didn't pick me for your contest because. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, Vic has treated me very well over the years. I have a bunch of misprints, uh, desert uh, desert strike legs, and one of which I accidentally glued uh, knee pads over yesterday. Oh, and I was like, uh, I had six pairs of those that weren't misprints. Probably shouldn't have done that. It's literally the knee pad that's the misprint. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, tell me more about those decaled items you got from uh, Victor back in the day. Because I know a lot of his work pretty well. And when you, um, when we first started talking and I saw the, you were showing me off those glasses, the sunglasses and, um, the torsos, I had never once seen them before. I did not even know they existed. So. 
Yeah, I um, I placed a custom order with him. Uh, I think around the same time the, the Hazelite items got done. And uh, so I had four chest rigs, so just like the pouches and, and rigging and all that with backpacks on them, two in white with a, with a Shemag and two in tan. And I also had, I guess what were probably his early prototype, like combat legs, uh, two in white and two in tan. Right, those knee and pads? Then, it's just like yeah, knee the knee pads, pads with, with the side pockets too. Right, okay, yeah. Um, so, I mean... You know, I mean, knowing how much harder it is to decal versus printing, I mean, I can't imagine it took them a, a short amount of time to make all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the rigs are, are double-sided. And then I had to make me a sig fig back when I dressed, like, whatever the hell I had in design. I think it was, like, <laughs> me in a Coca-Cola t-shirt. And he had, like, painted short-sleeve arms, which were super sweet at the time. Still are. Thanks, Vic. Uh, they're not even, in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, which is not something i've evolved past myself um and then uh yeah and then <clears throat> two uh aviator heads in flesh which didn't exist at the time mm-hmm. um so those were those were a banger back in the day um anything else i think that was it from that order and then obviously the the custom painted figure which i think is one of the best out of the entire group i mean he he got really creative with that uh, which yeah. is, i was pretty stoked to see I'm gonna it's really cool to see a lot of those guys buy into that. Phil, um, uh, images of that will definitely be in the wrap-up post I put up, but I'll have to... Um... Yeah, I'm glad you do that, because it's really hard to talk about some a purely visual media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. On on the podcast. And especially with a lot of... Um, if I get people like you on who are back from Flickr, I get a lot of comments of people who are just like, yeah, enough with this Flickr talk. Like, what even is that? <laughs> like, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so... They're like, is that Facebook or <laughs> is mispronouncing that? But um, Listen, I was looking here, through... you damn, damn kids. <laughs> yeah, I was looking through your Flickr on, and I saw a post about those aviar heads uh, specifically, and it looks like he um he had painted silver underneath where he applied the decal so it would shine through. Like the, he did. those was pretty sweet. Yeah, and I think they're sealed too. I mean. I can't imagine he even has the amount of time to like do that anymore. You know. No, I talk to him often, and the um, he's always disappointed that producing everything else kind of comes first, and he doesn't have the time to sort of just chill and mod like he used to. Yeah, he doesn't listen to my ideas anymore. I mean, he didn't then, <laughs> but he still doesn't. <laughs> he, he doesn't listen to mine either. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't then, but he still doesn't. <laughs> At no, least, either. at least nothing's changed, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hope he listens to this. They uh, <laughs> hit me up. Um, I, I'm telling him now he needs to make some tattoo arms, uh, which would be huge. Oh, certainly. I the mean, only he, good ones I've seen are from Firestar. I've legitimately seen the tattoo arm designs like he's had and other ideas, and it's just they they, they never come, no matter how often I nag him. <laughs> I know it's the, the flesh arms are more expensive. That's what it is. Yeah, that's true. So you, you can difficult. you can order stock Lego parts unprinted, which I'm sure is where they get a lot of them. But you can't do it if it's copyrighted, um, and so all of the flesh items are copyrighted. Uh, oh those are, wow! That's why uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Marvel, right? Indiana yeah, Persia, which I just dated myself with a few of those references, but uh, that's why those are all <laughs> flesh, and uh, and the regular uh, Lego's not. Yeah, I always knew the distinction, but I never put two and two together that um, once you go on bricks and pieces that you're not going to be able to ever find um, 
flesh parts. That sucks. Yeah. That just blew someone's mind, I guess. <laughs> it, it certainly did mine. It's just putting the dots together. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Speaking of some there. ideas that um, we've given to Victor in the past, and it took him forever, if uh, if at all, that they were made. Um, I told him way back when to make um, uh, printed brick arms inspired by Counter-Strike. And so, thank the heavens, I eventually did see the fruits of my labor and uh, consistent yeah. pestering. Um, but something that's really come into prominence with the, in the past couple of years is printed brick arms. And I know you actually have some that you've gotten in hand too. So sick. Yeah. And what those. are you thinking about these, dude? The printing's a little chunky on some of them. Like I have a rusted one and maybe that's the one you would want to be chunky on because it has some, some texture on it. It's just hard to see in the light, but dude, he, he absolutely crushed those. Um, I mean, talk about how hard it is to paint those. And not only to paint them, but to get the paint to stay. I mean, you can't put a hand around a grip, right? The, the paint on it. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, these are great. I'm going to mod a few of them if Tiny Task ever ships my order. <laughs> God, they take forever. It's been ordered for like four weeks now, and it's still. Oh, only on four weeks? Only? That's amateur hours, dog. Amateur Do hours. We... Like, do we know who that is? Like, is that because I've never seen Tiny Daxel interact with a community outside of like Flickr? He's super. Um, he'll get back to you rather quickly over emails. I know a lot of people who have good conversations with him over that. Um, his name's Steve. He, he's a really nice guy, okay. from all I know. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say that to like disparage him. Um, I just yeah, never, no, like, he's just interact. Yeah, no, you're right though. He's not super active on social medias at all. Yeah. I'm going to say so much stuff that's going to get me in hot water. I'll be canceled by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you can four, check the status. It's, it's <laughs> at, done. Canceled order. <laughs> the canceled order, yeah. It's just a video of him throwing all my stuff in the a river. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no, he's a good dude. I really got to get him on. That was one of the first – The way I, awesome. with, Dude, with this podcast, the, what sucked is everyone that was, like, on the front of my list when I first started the podcast ended up coming, like, way, way later because just things, like, spiraled out of control. And I remember adding Tiny Tactical as, like, oh, that'd be really sweet. Like, that'd be a really epic podcast. And it's totally slipped huh? my mind since. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool, though, because you can really build your, your viewership and listenership up. I don't know what the proper term there is, but – you know, you can build that up and then kind of get these bigger names on and really blow it up. Yeah. Once you have people who actually kind of get out and share it. So it probably timed out better for you. Yeah, no, it's been um, amazing how it's worked like that. Great, though. What's up? Honestly, getting those, getting some of those guys on for repeat episodes would be great. I mean, Will was great and, you know, Enigma Badger was great. Vic was great. Vic's always great. Absolutely. Yeah, um, no. It's been such a blessing that the podcast growing in size has kind of given it a, a credibility that gives me the opportunity to have conversations with these people. Um, yeah, 100%. I, I said it from the beginning, like, well, actually, not that I said it, but um, I, the thought of having Will on the podcast at all was beyond my comprehension. I'm like, he hardly responds if I message him, like, so and so. Like, I know he knows or he'll like a post of mine occasionally, but like, to to have an extended he, interaction, he, never really met him at cons, like, stuff like that. And just, yeah. he's like, he messaged he's everything. Yeah, no, I shot the shot with him, and he's like, dude. <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast. I really enjoy it. I was like, what? <laughs> you didn't tell me? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, thankfully a lot of those people, and like uh, getting Joe on, I know him pretty well, but he was uh, receptive to come on again, hopefully in the future. So I, yeah. I just placed my first order with him. 
the first. We'll see. I've never never had any of his stuff. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You well, I'm guessing you got um the new ski masks and uh yeah, faces, and the weird like the wor- and just the worst colors I could find. I got the ski mask. Didn't get any skull masks. And they got like those Anderson Pock teeth, you know. I mean, I got I have a bunch of different <laughs> yeah, Anderson Pock teeth. <laughs> bridge bridge burned with Citizen Brick. Sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> that was an excellent reference. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, of skulls from the old Victor uh, Eclipse Graph figures. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I only use those so often anyway. Um, and it's kind of a niche piece to begin with. You know, I mean, you can only use it every five posts without it getting kind of repetitive. Yeah, you can't get repetitive today. with it. Yeah. So, I, I have a sunglass bear and a not sunglass bear, and I'm like, well, what more do I really need here? Man, yeah. if you put a skull on a balaclava, you've kind of made your point on end the post, you know. <laughs> um, so, I did buy a bunch of the screwed no one's ever going to talk to me again (laughs) (laughs) people have Uh, said a lot more on the podcast and they still get talked to so you're all right uh no but i'm really excited um you know i I think his big advantage is his printing really is like lego quality um Mm -hmm. which is what i'm excited to see um i mean i wish his products were more available which obviously isn't great to him because they work their ass off and, and put out a lot and it just sells out yeah, um, you know, kind of going back to the rise in the community, and you know, I mean, I think whenever a resale market pops up, you know, I think it really is indicative of, of good health in the community, and you know, and a lot of usership. Um, you know, capitalism's funny in that way, right? But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really excited for those products to get in tomorrow, which would be awesome because uh, he ships faster than Time anyone else cool. almost. Nick <laughs> <laughs> is out of town. I guess it's not fair to, for me to make that comment. Uh, but he ships very quickly. I've, I've been very impressed. Yeah, no, you're, I'm sure you'll enjoy them. Yeah, um, you'll see some posts. Um, and I'm trying to get back into modding and stuff. I'm still kind of finding my groove. So all my stuff's been a little lackluster so far. But mm. we'll we'll do a deep dive once the the, uh, the tiny tactical gets in in three years. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> this is a copper drop item, but um, I figure we might as well get into it already. Um, speaking yeah. of modding, the greatest uh product will has ever come out with uh the m27 have you procured any to start working with them i hear you talking about it all the time and <laughs> uh, man i also want to say it it's, it's great it's you don't like it don't put words in my mouth you oh bastard. my <laughs> goodness i can't believe uh, this no, i really do the, the more i've looked at it the more i like it my issue is the scale and ha- having said that it's a big gun to begin with yeah. So like maybe it is scaled correctly. It's just hard for me to use. Um, well, that's where the beauty of modding comes in. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of where I was going with that. Is I I haven't gotten a chance to tear it apart. I only bought one because I'm like I kind of have to get one of everything to like keep up and just see what I can even use. Mm. You know, because like you run into like these scale issues, right? Like I bought an FA, I bought two FALs. And I'm like, yeah, these are too big to use. But now I yeah. have to like tear, tear them down and rebuild them. Uh, and I'm really waiting for my my tiny tactical. God, do you think I have a vendetta against these guys? Um, but I've placed like two, placed two pretty sizable orders that I've probably paid too much for. But um, but like their their stuff is so nice and opens up so many doors in the, in terms of what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been kind of like holding off on really getting down and dirty and modifying stuff. Um, you know, but like I added the the FAL and took that down, that in the outside parts and looks great. Um, you know, yeah. I love the model on it. The scale is just tough. 
but yeah, yeah. I like the M27. Um, if I had four of them, I think I'd like them more. Okay, I like that take. Uh, you can never have too could, many. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had, I had a um, an ARC, uh, the Advanced Recar and Recon mm-hmm. Carbine, and I had one unmodded one. I was like, I kind of have to keep one fresh in case they like ever need it or just like have one. I just yeah, ended yeah, up I modding you. it. Um, I had some V1s of those that I think I modded at some point, which kind of horrifies me now that I'm thinking about it. But, yeah, that's <laughs> in um, hindsight, that's tough. But I mean, honestly, like, why mod anything now? Because Bill just made everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some really uh, niche I, stuff. He he won't touch. Yeah. Um, I say that in jest, of course. Oh but... uh, yeah, of course the. Um... Uh, what's it called? Will you Will you putting me out of business here? <laughs> like uh, very like branded products, people who are really protective of their IP, which is unfortunate because some of those guns have the best silhouettes that you want to see. But if I say Glock, do we just get sued immediately? Yeah, I'm getting banned. I have to bleep that now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I had an easier time getting hold of a real Glock than I did uh, a Lego one. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. put that out there. Tiny Jackson's V1 clock is the most gorgeous model ever made. Yeah, that one's great. The actually the one yeah. I I like a lot is um the one from Zidane, uh minifig cat. There's is pretty yeah. good. If you just their like handle is super large for no reason and all it takes is you to just cut it a little bit and then it scales out perfectly. Duly noted. They uh, even that have, has like a working slide, right? Yeah, I was going to say. I was just going to mention cuz the one I was picturing in my mind is the just solid mold like a typical production item but i was going to mention they have one with a functioning slide like over molded and it's like a dollar fifty like it's crazy does he have any interaction with the community no idea like i would no i would idea. love yeah they're, i've never heard anything about the guy they're over in china doing their thing i don't know um it could be like a, a test experiment from the chinese government just like it's a science <laughs> It's absolutely a sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like some advanced AI just like outputting what our community wants and, <laughs> and making it, molding it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you even asking that question, I've never even seen it um, brought up. Just like who actually owns this place, I've never considered it. Um, like, I don't think I don't think they have any social media outside of maybe just posting like the product name and product, which like I think they used to have it for Flickr, but I think it was for like photo reference purposes. Yeah, like it wasn't no interactive idea. at all it was just like these are just the photos that post to our website because there's never any descriptions or any like interactions yeah it's always know. just a surprise if there's new um products on their site yeah just kind of somebody checks <laughs> once in a while and it's like oh my god guys there's a new release <laughs> have you seen these <laughs> No, you just don't tell anyone about it and use it. Everyone's like, whoa, where'd you get that? Literally, literally. My friend, like three um, months before their next order ships out. <laughs> it was, um, I don't know if you're familiar with him yet. Um, Colin, TK underscore 1776. Yeah, um, I've seen his stuff. He uh, got um, the like water barriers and he po- used them in a post. And I was like, dude, <laughs> where did you find these and he's like oh it's a new minifig cat item like oh shit literally placed an yeah. order that night <laughs> you know what freaked me out that i uh that i just couldn't figure out for the longest was your propane tank until i listened to the podcast oh it's a, yes it's a citizen brick had a big one right yep yeah the big heads they made i, I mean that was a was day like, one podcast idea yeah but i that was like the last one i listened to because i started at the top and went down I was oh, okay. looking at it and I was like, God, like, what the hell is that? I was like, 
did he like make this figure and then do some like forced perspective photography to like show off a propane oh that would have been sick actually yeah i was like this kid's insane (laughs) (laughs) i thought i thought it was i was like how what what a roundabout way to show off a propane tank i was like how much because i just thought it was a regular scale minifigure head that you had modded into one yeah i was like it's way too big i was like what's he i was like what kind of camera trick from the 1980s is he doing to make this like to show this off <laughs> i was like man it kind of sucks that everyone's like missing that he put this much work into this propane tank and talking about the figure <laughs> this, this boring figure nobody's tripping about the propane tank <laughs> this propane tank over here nobody's talking about i gotta say um danny pro snarfboarder he's um one up me on the uh, propane tanking he added um like stickers yeah, uh, absolutely the king. But he's now he, the king um, of the custom Lego community. He's the finest propane tank <laughs> in all the land. <laughs> he um he added sticker just like straight Lego stickers with um just like numbers on it, and it's it's a perfect detail that was absolutely Those necessary. So sick. I thought about buying sticker sheets just for that. I use them every now and then. That's an old idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it hasn't really hit mass circulation, as far as I can tell. People really only do it sparingly. You don't really see it as a and common technique. Um, what had a really strong run, um, like a year ago, and I mean, you still see it now. But um, is the use of e tape? People oh, were e taping so... everything. I remember there's one guy, and I'll never remember his name. I mean, I could live a million years, I'll never remember this guy's name. Sorry if he's listening right now, <laughs> but he, he would do e-tape everything. Like he would make vests out of e-tape. He would, it's probably like you or something. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's actually me. Uh, no, but uh, like two things, like full vests and like helmets and sleeves. And like, it was so above and beyond everyone else. And I get like, I don't know. He just like, like one hit wonder, you know, like he was huge for a while. And then I guess he just kind of dipped off. I mean, mm. I, you know, I got out around the same time, but. I can only imagine he kind of dipped off around then. Um, he didn't have like anything else. It was like just e tape and like brick arms, um, and he just went really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, uh, there's some tangential information for the listeners. Um, like, wow, Ethan would have given us some useful information if he told us anything about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he could have said literally any other descriptive detail about this story, and I would have gained something. <laughs> Yeah, well, congratulations. Your time's officially been wasted. Uh, <laughs> welcome to podcasting. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, we provide you nothing of value. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there were so many solutions like that back in the day where it was just really, I mean, that was the real charm of, um, I don't know. You, you that's just looking I, back. That's what I miss now. Yeah. Looking back, there is undoubtedly a distinct style to the old um, figure combos and stuff like that. And it really just boils down to that people were doing their best to make anything that was possible, like with what they had and e-tape or cloth or whatever else was around. I mean, yeah. And I mean, how many of the popular techniques now started then, you know, out of necessity. Right. And that's, yeah, that's kind of right. what I look at now when I can, you know, I gripe like an old man about how it's just the best and a printed figure under it. You know, with a gun mod, which like is cool, and don't get me wrong, it, I you know I offended every listener on the podcast making that comment. But, <laughs> um, you know, like there was this, yeah. I mean, like you put it, like there's a charm about having to overcome having so few options. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when I was 
when I was throwing those opinions out there back in the day, I don't think I foresaw the consequences of all of those things immediately being a reality when I came back. Mm. Um, so like even now I'm like, oh, like how do I do a figure without a vest? And like I have more sick vests than I've ever had. That's like, my ever. problem, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like right now my process has been a lot of scouring bricklinks for like unique torsos that no one else uses. Like the pearl dark gray stuff has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I put a little bit of detail behind the vest? How do I cut the vest out to show off more of the figure Torso, itself? Right. Um, where do I find unique arms and hands that nobody's using? Uh, stuff like that has, has really been key. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of my process lately. Um, I think um, the real key is using as many genuine Lego elements as possible, like um, mm-hmm. the Lego group elements, and imp- yeah. incorporating that into your figures really. Um, really ups it up and it puts it a, a. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just no, really up no, I mean, the look. Well, they put out so much good stuff lately that's usable. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you could post a Lego element and people will be like, "Wait, what vendor is that?" You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone's so in tune with third party community. I think people are largely not in tune with a lot of with Lego. Right. Putting out now. Yeah, I mean, it's gone crazy. so far the other direction that uh, you got to reel it back in. Yeah. And it's like, is the community just that far down? You know, did Lego catch on too late? You know, I don't, I don't know what the answer is there, but mm-hmm. it, it's funny to watch. Um, you know, like I'm upgrading. Lego has 35 different flesh head colors now, and I'm like trying. Like I made an order, and I thought they were all the same. And I was like, fuck, like, I don't have any of these colors now. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have a set of hands for half of the heads I just ordered. You know, oh, dude, hands is such a pain to <sighs> deal with <laughs> having I just, all the flesh options on hand. Huge order. Don't my my thing is don't look for the my tip for anyone struggling with the same problem you can know a score group uh, is uh, look for the torsos that have the arms and hands attached don't look for the parts themselves yeah 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 because no one is selling a separate set of hands and arms for the light medium nougat flesh colorway yeah, not only that one head that you have uh-huh. yeah um. Yeah, buy the sources is, is my advice. But I've been scouring Bricklink. I have another order coming in. Uh, I realized I was like, I don't have any hair for like black figures, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, mm. I was like, I just have regular like white figure hair because like I didn't make black figures seven years ago, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so I've been getting some tight fades coming in. Um, Perfect. That's where, Perfect. I get, that's where I get canceled over. Um, trying to be inclusive. Um, I don't know. What do you think about... Um... Can you believe that Lego took over Bricklink? Did they? Oh, see, um, perfect. I tried. To, I wanted to bring in up one thing of news to you that you hadn't heard about yet. Uh, yeah, a couple just, of years ago. <laughs> a couple of years ago. I learned ago, about Crazy Arms like two two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, he's got some great stuff. But yeah, uh, tell um, me about it. A couple of years back, um, I mean, this is relative, like within the past three years or so. I don't remember. Um, lego acquired bricklink they just bought them out and now it's a lego uh property um lego ideas is essentially run through that i believe and they kicked off all like third-party vendors so like kate madness is completely off there which it was a tragedy like a straight tragedy because now he's kind of gone quiet it's like difficult to get his stuff anymore because he's not easily accessible that would have been my biggest gripe with it is you know i mean i know brick arms was on there for a while you know right. and it's like yeah. that never like 
their company, like Brigard's may not have, may not exist today if they, they come out today, you know, and wouldn't be able to get a bricklink. That's, that's my one thing with, with corporations taking over like that is they really take a lot of heart out of the community, um, which has been interesting listening to this podcast, um, mm. you know, and find out about all the cease and desists and like what people have to go through uh, <laughs> to get their product made. And it's crazy, you know? Yeah. And it's like the more control you give Lego, it's like the more they're going to try and stomp creators out, which is sad. Um, Lego, if you're listening, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but understandably, they uh, have to my, my be account's going to get kicked off of Bricklink. <laughs> <laughs> understandably, they have to be a bit protective of their thing, but um, yeah, they do. And you know, why don't you why don't you put that legal expense towards Mega Blocks instead of the, the small creators, right? Dude, I was something just... we can all agree on. Man, okay, I'm going to come with a hot take right now because I would have agreed with you maybe a week ago on that. I would just kind of fell down a rabbit hole a few days ago. I was looking at um, people who customize Mega Bloks figures, and I've gained a, a new respect for them, sincerely. they uh, those, those people are insane. They do some interesting <laughs> stuff. It's even It's incredible to find a niche community more niche than the Lego military third-party community, <laughs> and that that's them. But uh, – that's the most niche community in human history. It's yeah. just one person. <laughs> it's I mean, it's just three guys. That they all... yeah, three guys, and they all live together. <laughs> They're but, totally um... cut off from the world. They have no internet. They don't even know Lego exists. <laughs> it's like, man, the quality of these blocks just isn't great. I wish there was something a little better. <laughs> shh, shh, don't don't tell them about Lego yet. There's, they haven't found out. But um, and they're they're all listening right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they really are just like mini action figures. It's it's they got some unique stuff going on. Do they have better joint connections? Like, don't they have? Yeah, it's um, it's like almost like a sixteenth inch figure, whatever they call it. One, I don't know. You know what I'm talking you'll, about? Like, uh, the action figures. figures. Yeah, yeah, like a but just shrunk and on a building uh block toy system. I uh. I struggle. I, I think action figures is the, and, and modeling is what I tend to tell people. I don't know. Do you like tell your friends and family that you work with Legos? I don't even like the word play. I don't, I don't play with Lego, right? But I right. do a lot with Lego. I customize Lego. Yeah. I, I, I say customize. Like, doo, doo. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, sh- for a while, I would say like I paint miniatures or something like that. And then as soon as you say that, it instantly just goes to, Oh, like what sort of miniature? So then it's like you're you shot yourself in the foot already. So you might as well just come out the gate and you're like, yeah, I paint Lego figures. And it's a little more interesting. Yeah, it adds some spice. But then if you're like, if you're like, I play with Legos, they're like, oh, so you like build sets? And you're like, well, it's really not that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I avoid the word play, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a stigma there. But then as soon as you <laughs> I start telling them like, oh yeah, this figure I sold to somebody for like five hundred dollars because it's rare and they're like, What? <laughs> like... <laughs> I I pull up a I mean I guess I need to update my prices on this, but I pull up a photo to explain it to them and I'm like, All right, you see this vest, like base model, three seventy five. <laughs> yeah, it's These like four the... pouches are all worth two dollars a piece. That helmet doesn't even, don't even make it anymore, probably worth fifty bucks. <laughs> like whole figure they're like, and Lego like makes these figures. I was like, oh, all right, here we go. All right, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, figures. you don't even understand yet. It's like the steal his look meme. It's just <laughs> price tallying <laughs> yeah. on everything. That's just going to be my new post. It's just going to be flexing how much everything costs. I'm going to have little price tags on everything. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> but yeah, I and never, then, uh, yeah. at least nowadays, I don't shy away from, uh, 
I probably overshare it at this point because if somebody asks, I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I'm just like I reconnected with an old friend recently, and um, we've been calling occasionally, still trying to meet up, and we just keep uh, procrastinating. But it'll it'll happen eventually. We'll see. But uh, he's been calling me at night as I'm cleaning these casts for um, the business I've been starting, yeah, and. Every night, he anytime he calls me, I mean, it's random, random days, but at night, and I'm just like, he's like, oh, how, how's it going? What you doing? I'm like, you tell me what I'm doing, dude. <laughs> it's been the same thing <laughs> every time. <laughs> I uh, I just got back into it, as we've covered a hundred times now. But um, my uh, my buddy was calling his mom on the way to lunch today. He was telling me about it, and he's like, yeah, I told my mom to go on this podcast. You know, because I tell all my friends everything, right? And, and uh, she's like, oh, like, what's it for? And he's like, Lego. And she's like, like the toys? Mm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And she's like, damn, Ethan's a really interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> so so for those of you who don't have the faith to tell your friends and family you uh, you work with Legos, uh, just tell them, be unashamed. Uh, I mean, I'm a grown-ass fan, so I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I spend it's... my money how I want because I make it on my own time, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. now I got people, that big People do money. a lot weirder stuff than putting guns on children's toys. Uh, right. So don't be ashamed. Tell everyone. And if and... they don't care, they're probably, you know, like if they hate it and like think you're weird, like they're probably not very good friends. And if the family just never talk to them again. <laughs> that's, my, that's my advice. Ah, simple, easy advice. Just cut them off. But um, Got everyone out of it, your it's life. certainly a, a perspective that comes with age because I remember a time being embarrassed about yeah. trying to share those things. And uh, but sincerely, I mean, it's again, it's just difficult to see with your perspective. But if somebody um, makes fun of you or belittles you for yeah. your hobbies, I, I mean, they're funny, really funny. not somebody to <laughs> hang around with. Yeah. Or just like learn Krav Maga and beat them up. I don't know. I mean, yeah, whatever. This, is not, this is not legal advice. Uh, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> podcast is going to get sued. Oh, well, wouldn't it be the first don't, time. Don't harm people. <laughs> <laughs> Has Lego sent you a cease and desist yet? <laughs> no, I've been threatened legal action for uh, bullshit, but it's okay. We don't got to get into that. <laughs> Well, that'll be a private conversation. We'll, we'll have. Oh man, but um, jeez, <laughs> yeah. What a lot do you of think? Holes there. Yes, I'm just trying to gather myself. Um, More banter than brick. <laughs> oh, that's always the way it is. Um, back back then, um, in the hazel days, visors were such a big deal, and for a long time while you were away, uh, people were. <laughs> people were uh necro posting on everybody from Flickr who ever posted a hazel visor like oh my god do you sell it like on a seven-year-old post and stuff like that i'm sure you had a bunch of dms like that when you came back but um yeah a couple uh <laughs> we could get into that too but uh, and your take yeah. on that but a couple uh uh, within the past year or so visors have made a huge comeback and i just saw that you placed your nazi bricks order what you thinking about all that stuff Man, uh, yeah, he actually just reached out to me. So I guess he's doing grad school or something. Um, what was that? Smart as oh, I grad am. school. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, grad school. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, props to him. I think he's ever, I'm not even going to say where he's from because I've probably been wrong every time I've said that. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's from Canada. Uh... <laughs> oh, he's from, uh, from Mexico? I don't know. It's just... Yeah, from Zimbabwe. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm fairly sure he's not from any of those places, but. 
Yeah, you know, you know, uh, you remember Jeff from the community? Yeah, Uzbekistan. It's like, all right, yeah, uh. yeah, from Kazakhstan. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I do think the advisors are very nice. Um, but yeah, I so he just reached out to me. He's like, hey, sorry for the delay. It's been super busy. I'll I'll send you some freebies. And I was like, dude, no worries at all. You're still faster than Tank Tactical. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Which I, I did say, sorry, sorry, Steve. Um, they make Tiny Tactical makes the best product of, of anyone, bar none. I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't know what the process is, uh, but it's amazing. Um, I'm very excited to get Nasty stuff, though. Um, I mispronounced his name as Nasty for the first uh, 10 years I knew him. Super excited to get it. I mean, the quality looks amazing. Honestly, they're better than Hazel. Um, I, I have no hesitation saying that. Mm, just like design-wise. Yeah, design-wise, I mean, they blow it out of the water. I mean, if you compare the two, I mean, Hazel was, you know, maybe it was just due to the rudimentary technology at the time and, and resin casting. Um, but the designs are pretty simple on the whole. You know, I mean, the vests were a little better, but the quality wasn't great. Everything I've seen from Nazi looks extremely high quality. I mean, if you put a coat of primer on it, you'd think it was injector molded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really excited to get this product. I mean, I think he's a great guy. Um, obviously, smarter than I am going through grad school. <laughs> um, Hope he's listening. Uh, I'm very excited to get those. Mm-hmm. Um, I put two two sets of the visors, and I think like three of the helmets, and then I guess whatever else he sends me. Um, that was one of the first orders I placed. Actually, that was like one of the first new brands I saw, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I need knowing that. what I thought about Hazel back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "Definitely gonna have to, to get some of this." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty excited. You know, long tangent there. Yeah. Um he's just a part of a new wave of everyone with the resin printers it's been insane the quality you're getting into as well right i've been doing casting actually i haven't been printing really here i'm I'm throwing it back yeah i'm throwing it back um now you just have to scam pedro out of a few grand and you'll have made it yeah i'll have really made it as a custom casting for company (laughs) (laughs) six listeners got that reference um But yeah, I mean, that's been a huge, um, huge wave recently. Hasn't been slowing down, and the technology is mm-hmm. really interesting. It's been cool to see um, and, and to hear about on the podcast, especially. There's a lot of great information there um, about it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I've learned it. I mean, I did a little bit of 3D printing in college um, as part of our Center for Manufacturing Excellence. Um, you know, it's just like learning the 3D processes, you know, at the university resources is really cool. Um, you know, and, and I was like, man, making anything small is impossible. Mm, mm-hmm. um, like I was making like swizzle sticks, which is like a, a stirring stick for a, a cocktail. Um, and I was trying to get like my bar logo in college on it. Um, and like, I was like, how big do I have to make this logo? Like, will it even be recognizable to get to scale? Um, so, I mean, you guys are using some pretty awesome stuff. Um, good on it for, for trying because it's not not easy to say the least yeah yeah and i mean it all came with just because the the 3d printing cut um technology where you're layering it on just wasn't wasn't the move this new resin stuff with the vat and all that is just leaves yeah it's like something out of blade runner yeah (laughs) yeah really just a replicator um (laughs) but yeah it's some really interesting stuff and it's really just um putting the production into the hands of the community members with just really low startup costs. They could just start making cool shit. It's great. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, even the sculpting and stuff is, is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of, those, some of those old school techniques, like I was like an Andy stuff, and I was like, that's impossible. Like he's he's just lying. He bought that off a of Warhammer set or something. <laughs> he sent me a set of his God of War armor. Uh, an amount of time that I'm not going to disclose ago. Uh, <laughs> and um, I just remember like looking, like I just I, mean, I didn't have any use for it. You know, he sent it to me as a freebie. Um, they, that post is probably up on my Flickr at, at some point, but um like i cut some of the pouches off and i was like man like it's impossible to get these symmetrical you know like mm-hmm. once you cut them off and really take a look at them um but now like with this resin printing and stuff i mean i don't know it's it's crazy to me it blows my mind how, how good that technology is and, and how fast it's advancing i mean it seems to be advancing almost at like an exponential rate you know yeah yeah we'll see if it has um, a wall or not but if it keeps going like this it's going to be a few more years and it's going to look like injection molded parts yeah um i mean i don't know it's 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 very much beyond me but that i think that's one of the more exciting it's above my pay grade but (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um but yeah um i don't know it's it's been cool to see where that goes it'll be interesting to see if like brick arms and and some of those places hop on it as well Mm, yeah for certain items i mean brick mania uses it quite extensively now for production stuff which is really wild to see interesting so the with their figures they'll print um almost at, i won't, i don't want to say every figure but um nine times out of ten their figures now come with a resin printed accessory or two um sometimes it's like huh. a hat or a yeah hair I'm, kind of lurking around, I'm like lurking around their stuff um their helmets um i'm mean, in the periphery looking at looking at their stuff we'll see how that goes yeah yeah um they're they're interesting though they put out a lot of really neat products that they, they have a very distinct style about them yeah yeah, I find it difficult to yeah. use some of their printed items um, in terms of like the style with my stuff, um, which is funny because the post I made today, yeah. the dev group fig actually has their uh, their head, um, which I've been meaning to try and use forever. But uh, the resin printed items they've made are really, really sweet. Like the helmets, uh, those are compatible with anything you're cooking up. It's just unfortunate that you have to buy the full figure to get like what would be like a five dollar um helmet or something like that it, people would love yeah that stuff. Which is such, uh, a, such a conscious choice on their end i've talked oh, to Vic course. about that of course um you know and you can't blame them it's good business mm-hmm. which is why Vic will never give us our tattoo arms that we so dearly ask for <laughs> right right it'll never be a standalone item yeah he made some good arms uh, recently it was uh the diehard figure with the hairy arms had a little tattoo on the top those are pretty sweet tattoo yeah are those still available i think that fig steps i think that fig is still up um i mean but it wasn't a full sleeve or anything but he had just a nice like hairy arm kind of print get a little brolic dude yeah i just have so many vic prints the only thing vic ever prints is uh tank top muscle figure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i guess that's all that's all it tells i guess i don't know uh, yeah like you got three, five variations of vic tank top figs in every skin tone and, and muscle and <laughs> <laughs> every okay. different vein apparently there's not enough of them though because i hear people um still searching they, for some of the oh. older hunter like the reduxes with the in uh reddish brown or yellow whatever he made i got I got this. Hit me up. Uh, <laughs> if you're like, if you're looking for me, want to want to do a trade? By the way, uh, we can cut this part out and talk about it if you want. But uh, I'll send you some old stuff. If you want to send me whatever you think that's worth back. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, send me pics of what you're trying to uh, 
you know, freshen up your collection of you want to send it out. I'll find picks of stuff you might have uh, an interest in. That sounds good, dude. Yeah, feel free to. Um... I don't know. Maybe I'll surprise you. We'll see. Send me your address. We'll, I'll ship something. Ooh, I like that. We'll just do a we'll uh, blind bag. Well, yeah, let's. No we'll come to a like an. Uh, it's difficult to say retail amount necessarily because the retail well, versus what know. an older item would be. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what it's worth. If you want to send me your address, I can just send you a bag of stuff, and you can just send me back roughly whatever you think's worth that. All right. I, I like the blind. Let's go do it completely blind. And if it's super imbalanced and you sent me something that's like a complete relic, I'll make it up to you. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, right. you know, I mean, I don't, I don't even use a lot of my old stuff. I mean, I use as much as I need to, but like, I don't know. I'm like, God, Will makes like, I haven't these old AKs. I'm like, Oh, well, Will's made all those. And what was all my the... old ARs? I'm like, well, Will's made all those. What was the CB camo that you hit me up about? that you needed i'll i'll make sure to include one of those i have some extras of like the uh what's it called tri-color um, the tri-cam I have. yeah I'm just, I'm just updating my olive green collection because that color started to exist right as i left oh okay me and Cal, like that color had just come out in like whatever the next dino attack thing was because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. honestly lego just needs to have a permanent dino attack set on display and just keep updating it with new military stuff because that stuff's <laughs> sick but like, well, I, yeah, like, yeah, you know, you're kind of onto something because they did Jurassic Park and now Jurassic World stuff. So yeah, they really do kind of have a dinosaur line line all the time. Yeah, I literally just got done using a Jurassic Park torso too. Like, like I just keep making it. it doesn't it doesn't have to be a branded thing. Just make it flesh, please, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Callan had like a running, uh, I don't know, a running plot to basically buy out Lego from like all of their olive green stuff and just like resell it. Because oh at gosh. the time, no one knew you could just like go to Lego and buy parts. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It used to be a really bad thing can, before. I don't know if you can still do that, but yeah. Uh, now they made it like a more public thing. It's not. Yeah, it's you're like, like they they actually just read your mind and send you exactly what you want. <laughs> <laughs> they use your um, Google Analytics and they determine what. Uh... Yeah, they just auto charge you and send it to you. You're like, wow, this stuff's great. I don't know how they figured it out. But, uh... <laughs> They this is why they acquired Link. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at your purchasing habits. It's been a grand scheme this um, whole time. We're none the wiser. Lego CIA wing is listening to us right now. They're like, that's a great idea. Yeah. LIA, the Lego Intelligence up. Association. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a good throwback for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't even know where we're going. But yeah, with the trade or whatever. Um, yeah, just trying to get that olive green collection up. A lot of those colors that I just really didn't have a lot of time are coming yeah. back. Olive green's sick. Sounds Shout good. out Will for making olive green best because Tiny Tactical and others only make black and tan. Mm -hmm. What's Tiny unfortunate though is then there's no accessories <laughs> to put on the olive vests like with Tiny Tactical. There's no uh, yeah, olive pouches. It sucks. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hey, Steve, if you want to get my good graces, uh, <laughs> all of stuff. <laughs> all right, man. You want to move into Copper Drop here? Uh, yeah, sure. So here we are. Copper Drop, the, the classics edition, as I'm calling it. Um, the even final though, frontier. Yeah, the final frontier. Even though now I think I'm going to switch. We're doing a we're, we're smooth jazz here. Okay, we're 
we're just we're switching it up live um since we already discussed the m27 uh we could talk about the um the m4 wicked that um will has just released with the m-lock barrel as opposed to a picatinny system uh based on john wick of course uh so first item m4 wicked how you feeling about that uh copped pat tense and holding it in my hands now (laughs) love it (laughs) i i i I love the ar options that will put out um I wasn't super gems. I mean, conceptually, I really liked like the modular systems. You know, I mean, to me. Oh yeah, the cheating. mod comp stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that's still out there. I have no idea no. how that works. Hey, will send me some uh, pouches for the Vesta. Those are sick. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'd like where he's going. You know, with AR, I mean, there's just so many options out there. And for as much as I joke about like, oh, we have nothing left to do <laughs> as modders, um, he has put a lot of effort into these and the variation on scope and in parts i mean this one alone has you know what a brand new stock a brand new scope brand new muzzle brake it's brand, brand new, new everything dude yeah we've got yeah, the I mean, finally i mean like modding the old m4s like you get done cutting everything off and like oh, i just have the body of this m4 like this one has every single like selector switch and stuff on it you know like there's not a part on this you can't use it's, it's gorgeous yeah um and i talked about the m27 as well i mean it really is a great piece i mean the scale's big you know but you know i mean it's a big gun to begin with i mean it's it's meant as a, a suppressor fire weapon mm-hmm. um the scope on is gorgeous um you know i mean both to have both of those rails i mean he very easily could have cheaped out and been like all right well let's do the same rail for both and call it a day mm-hmm. um but i mean the amount of detail that he's putting into all these is, is really incredible yeah and he's been really prolific lately with a lot of new stuff it's been great you love to see. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I can't even keep track of all the new stuff he's putting out. It's it's insane. I honestly I mean, when can't I started, either. Yeah, I mean, when I started, there's like 24 items. You know, mm. <laughs> like now there's like 24 pages. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to scroll through. I'm like, I don't. I find new stuff every time I look. I'm like, I didn't even know he made that. Uh, yeah, dude. And wild. just imagine the ones that probably have stopped being produced since that aren't on that page. Are you just promoting the fact that you have 100 MP5s? <laughs> like if anybody needs any that's a deep cut yes i do have 100 mp i actually have maybe closer to 70 now because i sent 15 to m soccer mason love that man um sent him like 15 of those yeah in in my dms he's a he's a really good guy um Um, so yeah stocks running well have like open Yeah, I, I bought one of my last order and I was like, why did I buy this? Like, I don't really even use MP5s. And I saw they were uh, they were canceled and done like with production for the most part. And I was like, all right, well, glad I did, I guess. It's an investment. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Like my dark dark gray spot 12 that no one's ever going to want. <laughs> You're going to have to send me a picture of that for the wrap up. <laughs> it's been <laughs> mentioned be too like, many times. That's just going to become a running joke. It's going to be sitting in the back of my photos. <laughs> Hey, if just anyone wants it, $10,000. Price has gone up. <laughs> yeah, now that it's podcast famous. Ooh, I guess I have, a, I have a Chrome MP5. That's kind of sick. It's the brick arm, uh, bricks and banner effect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next item here. I, I don't like having uh, two items back-to-back from the same company, but uh, we got two Eclipse Graphics products coming up to round oh. it off. But first up probably it's an item i have to stop myself from using in every single figure i create oh um, diamond joe 
Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> the the Eclipse Graphics tactical gloves. How are you feeling about these, man? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I just bought some hands from Vic. I have his clone trooper hands, which I remind him on the daily he needs to restock because no one else makes them. <laughs> um, and he's like, stop talking. He just, he's blocked my number at this point. <laughs> uh, I have those. I have the wrapped hands. And then I have the plain hands, like fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the military gloves are the only ones I haven't bought though. Um, I don't know like why in particular. The level of detail just feels weird to me. Um, yeah. Like it is a really solid design. I like them. I just haven't. I, I love the color options too. I mean, he does that better than anybody. Um, you know, in terms of like hands and arms and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to buying them. And like <laughs> I should because I'm trying to invest heavily in every pair of hands and arms I can find. Like Firestar has amazing Star Wars arms, and Star Wars is great for this community because yeah. it's all just vintage World War II memorabilia. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. I just outed myself with my number one secret as to where I get my cool arms. Um, no, Firestar is a sleeper. They got some really good stuff. And they have such hey. an expansive catalog. You could get lost there. I, I got lost the other day and I was like, $5,000. I'm not paying that for three pairs of arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when I uh, when I get my royalties from this podcast, I will buy some Firestar. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> When they get the commission we were talking about, I'll uh, <laughs> buy some Firestar. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the design. I wouldn't discourage anyone else from getting them. Uh, they're just not for me. And I, I'll end up buying a pair eventually, having said that. Um, I mean, honestly, if you can find a good pair of hands, you'll use it more than anything else you'll ever buy. Guarantee it. Real talk. Like, that's advice for everyone. You'll, you'll, I, I have to stop. You're talking about on another podcast about how you have to, like, stop yourself from using his hands. Like, I have the gray like print wrap, and they're, they're so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely have to stop myself from using them. Um, so yeah, go. So if I would advise other people to buy them, I'll probably buy them eventually. Haven't bought them yet. I have I'll like six pairs, and um, I just realized that they're they've been restocked since last time I purchased, and I need more. So because I just I like to have them on a figure. I don't want to have to take them off for a photo of like another combo on my desk. Just gotta gotta have all the. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to go buy them all right now since this releases in four weeks. Yeah, definitely nice. go buy them. Uh, nice, find nice, them nice. on the secondary market if you have to. Yeah, hit and me up and you'll be able to get them. them. Double the I'll, price. I'll probably have a few by the time this airs. So <laughs> $14 a pair and they're yours. <laughs> all right. Last item here sorry, then. Get... What's up? I was just saying, sorry, just getting a hold of this new resale market that's popped up. <laughs> It's a wild one. Maximize my exposure here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last item here is again from Eclipse Graphics, the full wrap digital camo figures. What do you think about these? Uh, is he they don't have a vest, right? Or do they No, vest? it's just like the BDU. Yeah, those are sick. Um definitely looked at them. I again I hesitate to buy the camo. And again, like, they take nothing away from the product here because he puts out such a great product and has for a long time. Um, and bear in mind, I literally have, like, five of his fully wrapped Desert Strike figures. Uh, <laughs> right. Like one of the first he ever put out. The best um, one. Yeah, I don't know if the market for that is crazy or not. but Unfortunately not, but it is for me. If I ever am able to find another one in somebody's collection, I cherish it. I'll, uh, I'll send you one of the misprint flags. Um, oh, blessed. But, 
Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, if that's your thing, I I would definitely buy it. I mean, for me, for me getting into it, I kind of have to like weigh, you know, cost benefit analysis. I'm like, I could buy this one figure, which I can use every three or four photos, right? Or I could buy six pairs of hands, which I could use in every photo for mm. four different figures, you know? And that's kind of what I Yeah, you're looking for the versatility. Of. Yeah, and so that's why I buy, I'm buying a lot of heads, legs. I buy the Lego legs. I bought a lot of third-party legs. And then uh, third-party arms and hands are, are kind of my go-to right now. That's what I'm uh, what I'm putting all my stock in, just mm. trying to find as many different flesh-printed hands and, and arms as I can. Um, also hair I'm upgrading. I just put oh, in like yeah. A, I put in like a $20 hair order. I was like, Lego doesn't have any of this when I was, when I was making stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, the figure's great. I'll probably end up buying one eventually. I mean, knowing how bad the secondary market is, like it kind of pressures you into buying stuff. <laughs> uh, you're like, man, if I don't get it now, it's going to cost me $4,000 tomorrow. Um, you know, I mean, like Citizen Brick especially. I mean, Dick's kind of come out and said that, you know, he doesn't really make a lot of stuff again. Um, so even then, you're like, man, um, you know, it's like it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. That's whether he's going to make something again and they still have a chance to buy it. Um, so if you have a gut feeling and you're thinking about it for like three days, I would definitely say buy it. Um, are, are those in stock right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. If, in a perfect world, they would have been out of stock a long time ago. It's it's unfortunate to see that they weren't like a super fast seller for him because I know he put a lot of work and effort into those. Um, but he he had like a large quantity of them. They're 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 thinning down now. I know he doesn't have many left. Um, but it's seriously such an incredible figure foot, like a legitimate full wrap inside of leg printing, full oh, wrap arms, printing? pad, God. all pad. What are, it's crazy. What do those go for right now? Uh, they're like 25 on his website. Damn, that's nice. That's a lot of work for a $25 figure. I mean, that's, that's they insane. used to be more expensive. He had to lower the price cause they just weren't moving. It's so, it's literally a such one. a tragic like case. I know. <laughs> I might go buy one right now. I don't know. And <laughs> what? Um, cop. Okay. Now a cop. Yeah, sure. When there you we go. There we Hard go. Um, what's it called? Um, if you're into the, if you want to get a little risky and mod uh, the arms, they make for incredible rolled up sleeves. If you just rub off the camo. Um, I've seen that. Is it uh, flesh? Are they flesh arms? Yeah. The under is rolled as a uh, flesh. And then you have, um, the the light flesh is actually printed on to the um, arm, but the color match is incredible. And so then it's like the dark tan, the dark uh, dark gray, light tan, whatever the underneath color is. Uh, wipe off all that camo, and then you got some rolled up sleeves. Interesting. Rolled up sleeves are hard to come by. That's one thing that I've been experimenting lately. Citizen Brick has some. I've heard they're huge. I'll be getting a pair or two in with my order. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they are too big, I think I can utilize that anyway, just because every figure has a vest on now. So it's right. Yeah. You're able to balance it out, um, but they're not uh, perfect, I would say. Tiny Tactical has some. There's always out of stock. Yeah. Um, Which, hey, third party vendors listening, make some uh, because that should tell you something. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, never mind. I can't say that on on air. I've, I've talked to some people about uh, potentially making them in the in the future. Um, they may may or may not be coming from 
some people that may or may not have been talked about today. I don't know. Who may or cut may that. not have. <laughs> don't cut that and keep it. We'll see. I'll get yelled at. Who cares? <laughs> Everyone hates me after this one anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> back into the community already canceled. <laughs> yeah, my I look back and it's just a bunch of burned bridges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've been trying to invest in and rolled up sleeves. It's hard to find. I mean, the great layering. I do like the the take, you know, take some material away approach. I think that's really inventive. You know, I mean, I think everyone's really focused on what we have, but the ability to take something away is is kind of a, a backwards train of thought that goes uh, unnoticed. Mm-hmm. I don't know, thought patterns. Um, but yeah, cop, sure, I'll buy one. I'll buy one tonight. Let's go. <laughs> You're welcome. Vic. Quite, I expect yeah. a cut. <laughs> yeah Vic, Vic you're the only person I've talked good about this entire time so you owe me something too <laughs> so I'll, I'll call it even if he puts some tattoo arms out if there he prices those for if he prices those I mean I know the flesh is more expensive I think his arms are at what like 350 a pair right now yeah he could easily like if for all if he puts them products... up at five with six different designs dude if he puts them up at five dollars with six different designs I'll spend thirty dollars tomorrow yeah, no, they would sell all day long. It's easy money. All these brands where there's like certain items that they won't release individually, but they only put as figures. If they were to release yeah. them as a solid standalone product, they'd be out of stock. It, it's just yeah. it's simple as that. Like, hey, Vic, if you really want to put your place in the market and cut everyone else's feet out from under them, just put some tattoo arms out. <laughs> I mean, that'll make like six figures a year not worth buying for other competitors you know i mean that's just good i mean it might for him as well but i don't know i mean you'll make a lot of money on him so who's a thought just a thought we'll see it in a couple of years now we could be thanked for uh for them being okay, this is what i was saying seven years ago about printed arms and hands <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be out eventually oh, eventually it'll get around to it all right man <laughs> this has really been great you got a. Uh... Any last thoughts or words for the audience? Um, yeah, I mean, good to be back. Uh, thanks to everyone that has welcomed me with open arms. Uh, thanks for making it this far. Um, I mean, I really just say that to my mother because she's the only one who's made it this far, possibly. But hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Disney World. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels great to be back in the community. Uh, great to be welcomed with open arms. Um, I don't know. Peace, love, and elephants to everyone out there. Very real. Very real. Shout out to the elephants out there. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Them. Absolutely. And that's it for this episode. Thank you all for giving it a listen. And I really hope you enjoyed. And if you're hearing this right now, that kind of tells me you might have. If that's true, please consider supporting the podcast by simply following us on Instagram or sharing the podcast with a friend. You could also leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple, and that would really help out a lot. And that's all for this week. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you in two weeks as I record with the legendary Andrew Pacovan. Peace.